No, Chris, open the beer when people can hear it. There you go. Yeah. Um, it's a very serious podcast. Listener, and welcome to the Cellar Dwellers podcast, podcast that would be dedicated to the best, the worst in AFL football if I'd watched any football this week. I'm joined as always by my loyal, beautiful friend and brother, Chris. Chris, say hi. Thank you, Sam. I'm here uh, live again from Mantra Studios live this in, week. Live in Mantra Studios, proudly yeah. not supporting the pod. Yeah, still not supporting the pod. Still not supporting yeah, the pod. They obviously didn't, um, didn't get our sponsorship uh, request. Ah, because they didn't that. send it to them. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I was at a wedding. Mm. If you've previously listened to this podcast, uh, you should like us on Facebook. Chris, the address is? Uh, Cellar Dwellers Podcast. Uh, well, that's very creative. It's Did very, I, yep. I got in there early and went, you know what? That is the one which is the name of our podcast. That should also be the name of our Facebook that's page. That's very clever. You're very yeah, good at this I stuff. Thought, I thought so, yeah. um, We also have a Twitter account that you use. Yeah, it's at the footy seller. That's very good. Mm, also that's, good. Well, but that's basically what that tells you, listeners, that uh, the podcast name was not available as a Twitter handle. Uh, it was also that it was... Um, Longer, I think, than a than a very long name. Yeah, it was a longer name. It's a long yeah. name. Yeah. Um. So as I mentioned, listen, this week I was away at a wedding, so I watched a quarter and a half, sort of more like well, by that mm. I mean at the end of the first quarter and mm. some of the second quarter of Carlton Fremantle. Yeah. So I think uh, that what we should do, Sam, is a game by game review and yes. get and definitely get your opinion on on what happened. It's During very important. Oh, look, because never... you have seen you have seen the scores. I've seen the scores, and yep. I've seen approximately ten minutes of Fox Footy Channel. Yep. So here that's... in here in Mantra Studios, look, that is enough to have a hot take. Look, I'm better equipped than a lot of commentators. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most commentators uh, just call the game and have big takes as it happens. Yeah, but you've had time to reflect. You actually, I've, more... I've, got, a, I've got a deeper degree of insight. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's um... start then with the first match of the round. Down at uh, Simmons Stadium, yep. near Caninia Park. Yeah. Uh, that would be the Geelong Cats defeating the Western Bulldogs by 23 points, um, 104 to 81. Well, they needed Tom Liberatore. That, yes, that is one take. Because the thing was is that there's a lot of bad haircuts on Geelong, mm-hmm. but they're all very average. It's just they've all gone to just cuts, mm-hmm. whereas Tom Liberatore really would have brought something to the field for the Western Bulldogs that yep. I think would have inspired the team. They were lacking inspiration. Yep. Um, they needed you... to be liberatorated from their doldrums. Yes, definitely that. Definitely that. Um, so if you're facing off against block- Blockhead and the other Minecraft adventurers of the Geelong midfield, you yep. need some inspiration. Lacking Tom Liberatore, they couldn't get done. Chris, what actually happened in this game? Uh, Geelong uh, were down by, uh, I think, nine points at uh, quarter time then kicked five goals, five to no score in the second before the Dogs kicked uh, 32 points to six in the third, and then Geelong uh, kicked away. The stat which has come out of the game is uh, the tackle count, uh, which was Geelong um, uh, tackling 134 times to 104, which is a club record. 
Uh, well, after they managed 12 to half-time last yeah, week. Yeah, 12 or 14, think, something like that. Do you think yeah. it was a point of emphasis? Uh, no, I don't think um, I don't think anybody in the media or the coaching staff brought up Geelong's tackling performance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just... The players really took it upon themselves to have a crack. Um, uh, yeah, so much so that... Um, most 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 high volume numbers of men mm, grappling each other like mm. that come with a higher rating. But Sam, if I told you that one Geelong player kicked five goals one in the match, who would you think that would be? Oh, I know this. I got, but I've got an answer. Yes, Andrew Mackey. It was not Andrew Mackey. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Harry, Taylor, it, Harry Taylor. Kicked, Harry Taylor. Harry Taylor. Harry Taylor kicked more goals in a quarter than he had it kicked could, so far this season. It couldn't. Have, it couldn't have been. Uh, uh, Tom Hawkins, because he's never kicked that accurately in his life. Hey, um, zing. It couldn't have been uh, Stephen Motlop, because then he would have been releasing a guitar single about it. Yep. And I would have heard about that. Yep. So I guessed Mackie. Mm. I don't know why. I don't think I've ever seen him play forward of a wing. He, ha- he does, yes. Does he? Yes. It takes a long time. Mm. Continental drift, I mm. guess. Yeah. The rotation of the earth. Yeah. Quite a good advantage for them, actually. You can just play him from, from wing to... F- just get him to change every quarter. Yeah. Yeah, yep. he does, you know, he does actually, because he can't make it back to the quarter time huddle in time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So the dogs, yep. what went wrong for them? The dogs uh, misfired up forward uh, repeatedly again. But they've um, got Tom Boyd. Yeah. Um, interesting that. Uh, look, How was uh, that? Boyd, Boyd had 20 disposals and 33 hitouts, but he also um, uh, kicked two goals, one, um, eight kicks, 12 handballs. So not his most effective role there. Um, but they, they got pressured out of the game, uh, effectively. Rush kicks, uh, chip to the long defence, and repeat, repeat tackling um, just wore them down. So they, they fought very hard to get back in front and ran out of energy towards the end. Okay, next game. Next game. Let's keep it high volume. Yeah. Uh, uh, St Kilda versus Sydney. Um, Sydney won by 50 points, uh, 118 to 68 here at Etihad Stadium. Sam, what do you think happened? Um, St Kilda were jealous of a team that actually has from somewhere where there are decent beaches. Yeah, shame notorious not... surfing clubs, St Kilda. They were. Uh, they... To, yeah, they decided they wanted to be up at uh, up in central New South Wales. They would have um, much. They would have liked it much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then why did they lose? Normally, jealousy is a powerful emotion. Yeah. Uh, why did they lose? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can't stop a Leah You can only hope to slow him down. My better, Interesting. My, my better guess is that Josh Kennedy is an unstoppable force from time to time, less than he used to be. But yeah, see, that's super interesting because Aaliyah Aaliyah did not play. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so. He's so unstoppable you can't get him on the field. <laughs> he just refuses to turn he up to training. Yeah, he's just like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going to be Look good at, at playing. Um, St Kilda were in it until uh, basically three-quarter time, uh, at which point the Swans were 32 points up. Um, but uh, really, one of the problems that has um, confronted St Kilda this, this season and with their list is that they have a lot of uh, grunt and effort players, but not a lot of class. And when you come up against a team uh, like Sydney, which have classy players who can also do grunt... Well, they can uh, now, mm, apparently. Apparently, yeah. So um, it's a real shitty game for, Sid- for St Kilda to have lost. Yeah, it's, it's problematic. That, that, uh, they're not in the, based on my looking at the uh, ladder tab <laughs> of this application on my phone, they're not in it anymore. They're not in it. They're not they in were going to win the grand final last week. Yeah, yeah. We had them penciled in. After beating Carlton. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and beating Carlton by 
30 points and people are still... No, no, uh, please. 19. 19 points. Big percentage boosting 19. <laughs> 19 points. No one, no one beats Carlton by... No one, no one scores a lot against Carlton, but yeah. they beat us by plenty. Look, they're only they're only 0.6 of a percentage point behind uh, other flag favourites, the Western Bulldogs. Um, so I would have them locked Point, in. 0.62, Chris. It's important to get things right for oh, our Yeah, that's a, that's a very... Yeah, they're 0.62 of a percentage point behind the other um, flag favourites, the Western Bulldogs. And, and of that, they're only uh, 47 points behind uh, Port Adelaide. Um, yeah, well, they, they they their percentage went up because of China mm. inf- currency inflation. Oh, yeah, those currency manipulators. Yeah, yeah. So, Next um, games. so just before we before oh. we go, that can secure to win the flag from here. Well, I'm probably like they're not out of the finals. Yeah. So you can they, they technically can, yes they can. Will the they not? Is, no. Okay. Uh, next game, GWS Giants defeated the Richmond Tigers by three points. Uh, seventy-eight uh, yeah. to seventy-five. In the in the, te- I've got some good analysis because in the last ten minutes mm. uh, of Fox football that we watched mm. together, mm. Uh, I did see Jeremy Cameron uh, do mm. Jeremy Cameron things. Yeah, he um, was goal man. I do love goal man. Mm. Uh, he would never miss from there. God, mm. trust your heart with goal man. Yeah, yeah. He kicked three goals zip, um, uh, which uh, was pretty good. Um, three score involvements. So he's really only kicked. His own goals. So who was the worst player on the field for Richmond? I mean, it's always Alex Rance, isn't it? Like, whenever something goes wrong, they, they blame the Ransom one. Uh, I don't know. It wouldn't be like the media to hold him to <laughs> Ransom. Oh, nice. Uh, look, there's one and uh, one person only that I, can, that I can pick out based on the Dream Team points analysis, and he's flying Soldo. Ivan Soldo. He must have got... Did he get injured? He's Ivan Marich's cousin. Uh, That's a good family play. A, yeah. I really support that. Yeah. Um, so, one other thing that I just want to say is that um, uh, Brandon Ellis has got to be more of a team player. Mm. I've had enough of Ellis Island. Yep. Good joke. You've made that joke before. Or I've made that. One of us has made that joke Damn before. It. All right, next game. No, well, before we move on, oh. this is the second game in a row that Richmond have lost by a goal, by under a goal, uh, with defensive errors towards the end of the game. And it is a trend for them. So, Sam. Didn't they lose by less than a goal before that as well? Uh, the dogs. Yes. No, yes, the... they did. Five points. Yeah, so that was so that they, yeah. they had leads in the fourth quarter in every game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you write Richmond off from here? Nah. Reckon I reckon they, they're, they're in it to win it. Reversion reversion to the mean. I believe in them more than I believe in St Kilda. They've got they've got a better full forward and a better full back. And that's all you need. That's where the game is. Basically won. you only play yeah. two players. You only play two players. Yeah. Done. Okay. Uh, next game. Brisbane went down to uh, the buzzsaw of Adelaide, uh, which spun back up to speed to the tune of 80 points up yeah. in Brisbane. Kicking 140. Yeah. <laughs> Some real Adelaide bullshit. Yeah, that was. Um, and basically uh, restricted um, the Brisbane Lions to three goals um, after halftime. However... Yeah, can I say what's really incredible about Adelaide? Mm. Just looking at the ladder, they have managed to kick more points than Brisbane have conceded. So their attack is... 
better that mm. Brisbane's defence is bad. And that's a real miraculous achievement because <laughs> that is a paper bag. <laughs> like when they when the controversy I think that's a bit rich. We're out of control on this. Um, <laughs> The, 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 the controversial decision to play one player down in the back line rather than a spare, that clearly Brisbane have been trying to pioneer, um, uh, hasn't been working for them. So what happened in this game? Well, um, obviously Brisbane didn't turn up uh, to the ground because that's the only way that you can, at home, let someone score 140 points on you. Yeah, I think that that's basically uh, right, Sam. Um, Brisbane uh, showed up for a quarter. Yeah. Oh, did they get lost at halftime? Did they, they think did they were get changing lost. ground? Yeah, they did. Looking at the worm. Yeah. Just, that was very clever by Adelaide to that tell was, them the, yeah. Gra- yeah. the ground was changing. Yeah. So, someone someone just went up to... Uh, someone said, no, there's, reckon- a, there's an AFLW game scheduled. You, you guys have got to move. <laughs> yeah, you guys have got to move. And they, got, they just were like, oh, again. Um, yeah, I can actually see the distrustful moustache of Tex Walker doing that to, to poor Dane. Dane doesn't know which way's coming or going. Oh, days of beams. Yeah. Top dream team scorer, days of beams. He's a good, like he's just a good football player. I'm very sad. What is interesting is that um, Brisbane kicked seven goals, eighteen points. Now some of those will be rushed, but you would have thought they'd be much more in it if they if they had kicked straight. Um, Louis so. Louis Taylor going over three is a real achievement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot I mean, of just straight behinds there. So anyway. I think that um, Adelaide are still good. Well, clear, Adelaide. So Adelaide are still good. We've got we've got a Brisbane are still bad. Hot takes. Bad. Okay, this game I did watch. Collingwood and Hawthorne. Mm. Collingwood have won by eighteen points. Yes. How um, do you think that that happened? Uh, the unstoppable power of Alex Fasolo. Yeah. No. Uh, Alex, he didn't have to leave the bench he to lead any point. No, he did not. No, Sam. No, he did not. Tell you what, um, someone at the wedding tried to for solo. Oh, that's just inappropriate. Uh, no, for solo was um, uh, he had less dream team points than James Aish. Uh, James Aish, who fractured his cheekbone in a contest during the second quarter, um, and was not sighted from there. Jeez, did Tom Mitchell go to hospital for leather poisoning? <laughs> He didn't go to the hospital for effective disposals. Um, he racked up 50 points, and this has been 50, uh, 50 disposals, and this has been the topic of contention for the day. Uh, Tom Mitchell, is a 50 disposal game a good game? Did he play? Was he best on ground? Well, this is going really te- to be a really testing thing for Collingwood mm-hmm. fans to deal with. Yeah. After, after the captain of the 40-point no-impact game, Dane Swan. Yeah. So, um, uh, no, what, what did happen, Sam, is that... Um, Collingwood were basically uh, scoreless, essentially scoreless. Um, they kicked A behind uh, in the first quarter to go in 36 points down. Uh, and then um, were roughly even for the second quarter and then just trounced Hawthorne. Uh, they rolled them in the Hawthorne second half. Hawthorne kicked one goal in the second half. Yeah. Not a lot of games are going to win doing that. No, no, but... Um, but I thought Hawthorne had the determination and the knowledge of how to win. Oh, without Sam Mitchell. Without okay. Sam Mitchell. Wrong Sam. Mitchell. Yeah, the, they had the wrong Mitchell. Um, this is an incredibly weakened Hawthorne squad. Uh, no Rioli. Uh, no O'Meara. Um, no some of the other so, ones who play for them. 
Um, none, none of the, none of him. None of that he guy also either. Also, there. you know who was playing? Ty Vickery. Oh yeah, that's a bad sign. He's back. Mm. Um, mm. And he shaved his head. Pendle Barb. Pendlebury. Uh, let me see you troll raw. Yeah. Um, how good was he? Uh, he's a good player. I don't know how good he was, Chris. Impossible for me to ask this question. He was pretty good. So you watched that game? I did watch that game. Um, and it was both heart-wrenching and satisfying. That's I didn't real, know how to feel. It's a real tough position for you. <laughs> I was very torn. I like was a torn. massive lead for both sides and then a mm. draw, I think, yeah. would be your favourite Yeah, outcome. that would have been... Nah. You know, it's one of those games where you just want both sides to run into each other and kind of explode a little bit. Like, I can't stomach Collingwood winning, but I also really like to see Hawthorne lose. Right, so you really need, you really need some Pyrrhic victories going yeah, on. Yeah, I want some Pyrrhic victories going on. Um, you know, Hawthorne wins, but half their players realise that AFL isn't for them anymore. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that would have been ideal. That's like, true. I'm going to go play... Uh, I'm going to go play water polo. Great. That's what you would, that would have been that the correct emotion for yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, next game. Sunday. <laughs> Super Football Sunday. Sunday. I felt very good on Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, you would have missed this one due to hangoveritis. But I didn't say that. The Bombers of Ascendon uh, ascended uh, above the West Coast Eagles, who were not flying very high. They were more of a low-flying eagle. Um, well, after you've had your anthem sledge the way that we did last week. <laughs> yeah, the brutal sledging. Um, I think it was the lack of vocal support, really, that did them in. Uh, Sam, uh, the, the Eagles lost by 61 points to the to Bombers of Essendon. Essendon. It was, I mean, actually, I think it was surprisingly easy. Uh, they really let the Bombers have the run of the game. Um, but I, I thought we had decided that Essendon were bad. We did decide that, yeah. yeah. Does this mean that they're not bad? I think that um, West Coast are terrible when they play in Melbourne. Oh, but the, the grand final's in Melbourne. Yeah, Sam. Oh, so they're fourth on the ladder still. Weird percentage of 103. Controversial take, Sam. Should the grand final be in Melbourne? No. Why not? It should be underwater. Done. It just should wait, just, be just wait, just wait a hundred years. It just should be. It just should be a different. It takes a hundred years to change a culture. We can change <laughs> AFL less culture. Than that, less than that to change a climate. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, uh, I think that I think that the grand final should have a should have a surprise modifier to it. Mm. So like one year it's underwater. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, so it's more like the Hunger Games. Yes. Mm. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. And so just both teams go in unknown. Yeah. One one year total. Pitch darkness. Perfect. Glow in the dark ball. Three glow in the dark ball. Multi ball. I like it. I mean, why not play multi ball? They're going to introduce 17 5. Yeah. Why not have multi ball in the last two minutes well, of a to, game? To quote. Um, like, how exciting quote, would it have been if, if you're, you're three goals down, but you have both, you activate your multi ball? Done. As you kick it. And then, like, all three go through for three goals. No, 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 no. The umpires have just have, it's just got to be at a bounce. And you get oh, all right. three, all three field umpires come in and do a simultaneous bounce. Does that mean that you have the bench three, players get to three come pairs on. of Ruckman? The bench players get to come on. Is there a snitch? No. Okay. Read a different book. I know you haven't read those for a long time, but I just like to say that to people who want to make Harry Potter and I like to talk about the Hunger Games. Yeah. 
Team fiction. There is a, there is a snitch. Mm. Who's the biggest snitch in the AFL? Oh. That. Darcy Parrish? No, no, no. No. The, uh, the Western Bulldog and Adelaide brothers. Oh, the Tar... No, the, not the Talias. Yeah, the Talias. Yeah, the Talia the brothers. Talia's brothers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're the biggest Easily. snitches. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Um, next game. Next game. Well, no, just oh. to go back. Darcy Parrish. Not that great. The noodle. I don't think so. It's weird. Some of the analysis that's on him about performance uh, um, based on, like, uh, there's some uh, interesting modeling that's done mm. by, uh, I think it's either hurling people now. Yeah. One of these advanced statistics plus the AFL. This is expected output from midfielders based on minutes played. Yeah. And his is significantly below. Yeah. So, in a, in a 61 point drubbing of uh, the West Coast Eagles. Uh, the Noodle had um, 17 disposals and kicked one goal. Not a lot for a midfielder. It's not a lot. Yeah. You like would have thought. He's got big wraps on him. Yeah. Uh, but, but what was interesting is not a high disposal game. So Merritt mm. had 30, 37. Zaharakis had 31. Watson, 30. That's all expected. Unusual stat line for Zach Merritt. He loves to kick it a lot more than that, usually. Usually, yeah. Loves to kick. Yeah. You know who else loves to kick? Zaharakis. Zaharakis loves to kick. 22 kicks, 9 handballs. That that's is a, the, that's that's a, a player good, after my own heart. That's a good ratio. Yeah. Yeah. Just kick the ball. Kick it. Just do kicking. Just do kicking. Okay. Next game. Melbourne Demons playing the North Melbourne Kangaroos. Uh, the Melbourne Demons won by 20... Uh, sorry, lost by 24 points in what was classed as what a... Was the, what was the score? It was a 90 to 104. So how was it 24 points? The Melbourne Demons <laughs> lost by uh can I have more beer. <laughs> um, the Melbourne Demons lost by fourteen points to the North Melbourne Kangaroos in what was classed as a disappointing capitulation. And yeah. yet also everybody is saying that North Melbourne might actually be really good. Well, so I'm not sure season. how to feel. I love this season. I love I love the takes. I this cannot season. keep up with the narrative. Oh man. So I don't think put, the commentators know what the narrative is. Who put Shonda Ryans in charge of the AFL season? This is a huge twist every round. Yeah. North Melbourne are good, but do they really love us? <laughs> Who knows? Is, is a Gold, Co- Gold Coast sleeping with the president? No one knows. No one knows. No, no. I mean, probably. I, they could help that happen. Yeah. They could definitely. They know someone. Who they knows know someone. someone. Yeah. There's a guy. There's a guy. There's a guy in a yellow. In yeah. A yellow. Hard, they're party men. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, what do you think? What do you think happened? Um. I think that they had Melbourne backline would have had a little bit of trouble with Jared Waite and Ben Brown. Yeah, and they definitely would have had trouble given that they have no dedicated Ruckman. I don't believe this. I still don't <laughs> believe this is true. I'm staying on my island that Ruckman don't matter. Okay, yeah, except that um, basically Goldstein rucking solo had 67 hitouts. Yeah, mm. that's okay. Mm. He said, like... When did would they, they? But this is the same Melbourne team that last week beat Adelaide when they didn't have a Ruckman against former All Australian Sam mm. yep. Sam Jacobs. Yep. So just no Ruckman don't matter. Okay, I'm standing by it. This is random variance, and Todd Goldstein had a bit like they just lost seventeen disposals, eight kicks, nine handballs, seven score involvement. The score involvement is the interesting thing. Yeah, that just basically means that the person who was tasked with running with Todd Goldstein didn't. I think what's interesting about the dedicated Ruckman is that they know how not to give away a free. So Goldstein has uh, had three frees paid against him, yeah. uh, for him. 
Sorry. Oh right. Uh, and none against. Yeah, that's which a, just that's a that's ruck infringement. That's four, that's yeah. four free contested possession. Yeah, yeah. So that's not that's pretty good. I mean, just that's just big big people earning free kicks and not giving mm. them away. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, Christian Salem, the guy that you previously said was good. No, I actually, said it was a player. He's actually bad. Okay. Based on your ruckman, I did say that he was a player who was drafted. You, you love Christian Salem. <laughs> Of the of the of the Christians on the Melbourne list, Christian Salem is definitely the one who I think of. I think they should play. Here's what I think that I like. They should play Jeff Garlett in the ruck. This is an interesting move. Who can get just just get him to crumb? I like it. I also like the idea of playing Jordan Lewis in the ruck. I like that too. Just because of the violence. You might. You just want to see Jordan Lewis get injured. (laughs) I mean, not injured. You just want to see him have a rough day. I want him to have a bad no one, day. No one wants anyone to get injured, but yeah. we had a rough day. I want someone to look at his bald patch from above and go, you're going bald, Jordan. Um, okay. And then the game that you did watch a little bit of, last, last of the round here, uh, the Dockers of Fremantle triumphing by 35 points over the Blues of Carlton uh, at Subiaco. So the Sam Rowe thing. The Sam Rowe thing. Can you please explain what you were talking about off-air to me, about exactly why you are sad about... Because it's not about the football, necessarily, why you are sad about Sam Rowe. It's a very good Instagram page (laughs) called Sam Rowe Facts. Mm. Mm. That's facts about Sam Rowe, the world's greatest footballer. Yeah. We will put this up. uh, We will put a couple of special examples of of Sam Rowe Facts up on the Facebook page. Well, shit. That's... uh... That's uh, Cellar Cell- Dwellers podcast. That's right, on Facebook.com. Facebook. 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 Yeah. yeah, good good plug. Yeah, mm. all over it. Mm. Um, so that page is a, is a very good, good joke. It's not a joke. It's actually very serious um, about Sam Rowe. Uh, they like their Sam Rowe. Mm. So, uh, Carlton, can I say? Carlton are a great wet... I've decided. Yeah. Carlton are a great wet weather team. And, um, as long as they don't have... As long, except if they're without Sam Rowe. No, because it, it basically stopped raining at halftime mm. uh, where they were, they were leading. Um, it's quite good we took a lead in. Yeah, they took a lead into halftime. But you did concede two late ones to yeah. uh, Fremantle. But when it was absolutely bucketing in the first, you got well in front. Um, well, because we played rugby union. You don't need kicking we, skills. We, 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 no, we kick the ball a lot. That's what makes it like rugby union. I have possession. I have possession. I'm just going to get it forward. Yeah, I have possession in my own half. Mm. I better kick. Yeah. Um, Sam, what was exceptional is that Casbolt, Levi Casbolt, big levy. Um, the tax man. Yeah, the levy was not dry. Uh, he kicked uh, the most goals for Carlton with two. Um, That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we only scored 51 points. We've got to share them around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam Rowe ran off the field calling out to his teammates to man up on a torn ACL. What a hero. Uh, Carlton's medical staff let Sam Rowe back out onto the field with a torn ACL. Less, less heroic. I want a real full investigation <laughs> on that because that is wildly bad. That is, yeah. That's the quality of uh, medical care that you do get, Carlton. Um, it's not good. I'm not very pleased mm. about that, to mm. be honest. And Sam, um, final match of the round, uh, the Gold Coast Suns um, losing to Port Adelaide in the bye. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they they did. had a much worse bye. They did have a much worse bye. We've already discussed how Port Adelaide were able to take advantage of currency <laughs> inflation to increase their percentage of Gold Coast. 
I feel worse about Gold Coast this week. Yeah. They've managed to get into the bottom four. They, after do. Yeah, they, did. they didn't play. <laughs> they didn't they play. went into the bottom four. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Port Adelaide only dropped two spots. I um, mean, it is shocking still to look at the bottom four and see Hawthorne down there. It feels Second wrong. last on the like ladder. Brisbane, Carlton, Gold Coast, we're used to that. Yeah. That's what we expect. We're very used to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just like, about, no, that makes sense. In about 80% of our podcast. <laughs> Three quarters of the our, uh, on, on the Facebook page, our, our current banner, uh, which is usually dedicated to um, the wooden spooner, yeah. is uh, currently Brian the Lion. It's been Brian the Lion for a long time. It's been, it has been, um, just because we're very attached to Brian. Um, <laughs> that is a great Twitter account uh, that was worth following for a while, was the oh. Brian the Lion Twitter account. The, the Brisbane run-on, their inflatable lion that they called Brian. So Brisbane, Brisbane, um, yeah. just, okay, so we've, we've had a look at the bottom four here. Gold Coast, Carlton, Hawthorne, Brisbane. Who is in a worse position, do you think? Hawthorne, they don't have a first-round draft pick next year. Yep. Who's in a great position? Carlton. We have, we, have three, we, have, we have three Silvanis. <laughs> Where's the third one? He's in the box. <laughs> Dad Silvani, <laughs> nephew Silvani, <laughs> son Silvani. The, the littlest Silvani of them all. <laughs> He's That's, so little. We just need more Silvanis. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Really got to polish increase up my, the Silvani wear. Incre- increase my joy. Yeah, please. Um, so uh, let's. We got to go for Brisbane all the way back to round one, where they beat Gold Coast by in, two points in the clash. And I in thought the that they clash. were. I did say that they would both make the finals. Yeah. <laughs> Now, um, now they are both in the bottom in the bottom four this week um, after nine rounds. Brisbane have gone on an eight-game losing streak. They've really gotten after it. Mm. They've really gone. You know what? We want that number one draft pick. Yeah, they've really decided, decided to, to get up. They're not, and they're giving. They're getting well, they're getting. They're losing Josh Shackey. So yeah, uh, they well, might well get a big another loss either though. <laughs> no, no. So uh, let's look to next week. Well, just before we do that, I want to stop dragging me back. I just want progress. <laughs> you go for Carl. Um, <laughs> when we beat North Melbourne next week, Sunday afternoon, 3.20pm, Etihad Stadium. Mm. Yeah. So season prognostication then um, for Gold Coast. They've played some good games, notably against Geelong. They're going to get a player suspended You're for okay. someone doing something drunk. Yeah. So they, will, they be, will these four teams be in the bottom four come the end of the season? No, Collingwood will be down there. You reckon? I'll just do it. The backs will stop being against the wall. It, it'll, it's going to give out. <laughs> the wall will give out. Like, they beat Hawthorne. Mm. It looks like Hawthorne are not good. Mm. Hawthorne will probably paddle together a couple enough, enough wins. I, don't, I disbelieve in Collingwood. Yeah. They need, they, need to, they need... Look, Hawthorne at this point have the second worst defence in the league. They've conceded yeah, the, 963 yeah, points. Their percentage is awful. Mm. Collingwood's was pretty. Collingwood's was not bad uh, uh, going into the round. They they're now on ninety four percent. Now that now that uh, uh, oh, it's just under Frio have managed to score enough points mm. to just stop Carlton from being uh, mm. the worst attack in the league by a hundred points. Instead, <laughs> it's instead it's only ninety five. Yeah. So what's what what is interesting to me is that um, uh, Adelaide after nine rounds. Um, are only a uh, hundred points in front, um, or a hundred and a bit points in front of uh, Geelong, and over um, so one hundred and fifty points ahead of uh, GWS. 
But something that has gone unnoticed um, is that uh, the Port Adelaide Power have uh, now got the best defence in the league. Yeah, well, they didn't play for a week. Oh, they didn't play for a week. Fuck. You dummy. I'm a dummy. You goofus. No, I goofus. I goofed. <laughs> you done goofed. I done goofed. Um, but don't even worry, if they don't can... worry, I'll cut that from the podcast. No, no, no. Even if they... No, I won't do that because no, I don't edit anything. I'm, go- I'm not going to cut that. <laughs> because even if they'd conceded um, 146 points, uh, they would still have the best defence yeah. in the league. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So... Port Adelaide next week. Mm. Playing. Geelong. Geelong. At Thursday the night. Katuri. Uh down, down in the coast mm. where they make cars. Simon Stadium. One of those things is a lie. Nearby to where they used to make <laughs> cars. Simon Stadium. Simon Stadium. Well, they will in the future not mm. make cars. Simon yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a big game. I'd actually pencil the cats in for this one. I reckon if they can, if they can front up like they fronted up. Uh, but what do you do when they get Charlie Dixon to stand in front of Justin Westhoff and the defender looks back and thinks it's just one guy, but then one of them runs off and like, oh, they look the same. <laughs> Which one's my man? Which one's my man? That's a very good defence. It's a very good attack. It's a a difficult one. I don't have the answer to that. Ken Hinckley's a clever bloke. Now, Sam, um, the one that we had, we had actually teed this one up uh, a while back because on Friday night, um, the Swans of Sydney face the Hawks of Hawthorne. Yeah, the big grand final rematch mm, from several years ago. mm, At the SCG. At the SCG. Where Hawthorne's running skills... Might not need to be as much on display. That's true. Mm. And Sydney can be old. Mm. They're both going to look real good. Mm. How many will Buddy kick? Um, because the 50 metre line at the SCG is definitely actually 50 metres from the goal. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, Buddy's going to kick a few, I think. He's going to kick a lot. But I actually think this will end up being close because it, and team going to be like, oh, what an epic between these two. And they'll yep. both... Both end up overrating both of them. Yeah. Um, Western Bulldogs, St Kilda. Um, give me the Saints. Oh, I reckon the Dogs at Eddie Had. I reckon Seb Ross is going to get 65 disposals made goals. <laughs> okay. That's my real. Uh, um, the Demons of Melbourne face the Sons of the Gold Coast. In Darwin. At, uh, in Darwin. I think that's Darwin. Do you reckon that um, instead of flying back to uh, the Gold Coast, that's so, what the what has Gold Coast done? What have like they done? They are, like, I mean, I guess that what they've done is lose a lot of money for the AFL and just have to beg yeah. for cash. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, would have been a close game last year. I don't know that. Have Melbourne? Melbourne have only won the one game in Darwin, haven't they? Against Port uh, Adelaide last year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's uh, not. That's not something I bothered remembering. Um, give me Melbourne because Gold Coast sucks. Oh, give me Gold Coast because it's going to be warm. All right. Yep. Jack Watts melts. Yep. Uh, okay. And then Dreamtime at the G, Richmond versus Essendon. Oh, what a good game the Dreamtime game is. Yeah. Oh, it's Dreamtime week, isn't it? It is Dreamtime week. Dreamtime which means jerseys. Some jerseys will be terrific, namely the Richmond and the Essendon ones, and sometimes the Fremantle ones, and everybody else's will be terrible. Yeah. Mm. But I love the Dreamtime one. Yeah. Um, uh, give me Richmond by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dustin Martin will have seen Zeb Ross's performance right. earlier in the day and be like, I'm going to beat him by one possession and one goal. The, the buzzsaw up against uh, the purple sludge. Uh, Why don't they get Grimace to sponsor the Fremantle Dockers? That's a really good point. Grimace would make sense. 
Yeah. In a, just hauling stuff off a ship. Yeah. Um, Ross Lyon, if you're listening, and I know, I know he listens. Oh, we know, we know he listens. He, he definitely listens to we this podcast. Yeah. Um, that, get on that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think Adelaide. Give Adelaide. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Collingwood uh, versus Brisbane, the toilet bowl of the round. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon? Dane Beam's revenge game. Dane, yeah. I think Dane for a huge game. Huge Dane. Huge game. Backs, Dane. Off, backs off the wall. Collingwood. There's a long way to fall. Yeah, there's a long way to fall. Brisbane look primed. Highs down. Highs down. Beams up. Yep. Yep. Um, no, I believe. I believe in Dane Beams. <laughs> why? Yeah. Am I, why am I thinking Brisbane are going to win on the road at the G? <laughs> very bad at this, listeners. Not very good at analysing yeah. football. Yeah. Uh, okay, Carlton. Your Carlton Blues up against uh, the North Melbourne. Kangaroos. Which sport are we playing? Is it Australian rules football? Yes. I think North's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is sadly for you still Australian rules football. Yeah. What's a game that we could beat North in? Cafe lattes. Yep. Yep. Brunch. Restauranturing. Brunch. Restaurant Wars. Restaurant, Restaurant Wars, Wars episode yeah. of Top Chef. Yep. Back Carlton in. Just back, yep. Back him in. Back him in against North in particular. Yeah. Carlton has a couple of my favourite restaurants in it um, and, and several very good cafes. Yeah. North Melbourne only has one. What's so, the one? Oh, that French one. Oh, there you go, that one. Yeah, I know Melbourne really well. Yeah. Um, and uh, right. And then uh, the West Coast Eagles um, back at uh, Subiaco what, up against the GWS Giants. It's, it's just about the biggest, like, in my view, this is the biggest disparate um, song gap. Yeah. This like, is well. I like, mean, Rich, in, our, in our professional uh, song analysis opinions, yeah. Um, this is number two and number eighteen. Last. Yeah. I mean, I think I would bring back Fitzroy. At least song. Port Adelaide's song has a no. The Fitzroy one is yeah. That's right. So you, I, like, you've still got to count it. Yeah. Against, yeah, against even West the Coast. Brisbane Bears song. Yep. Yep. The first one. The first one. It's very bad. Yeah. The one that they thought that's Oops. not good enough. We need no. to change it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not so West Coast. They're like, oh, stick yeah, it. Stick, yeah, yeah, it'll do. At least the Port Adelaide one has a guitar solo. That's true. Mm. Um, uh, big, so big gap in theme song. Not big so... gap in one team has Jeremy Cameron, the other one doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but and... also West Coast basically had a week off. Well, they should be rested. Yeah. Uh, they got practice at flying high. They, got, they did get practice at flying high. Um. Mm. Uh, probably West Coast because GWS just travel in a really random... Yeah, and GWS has now scraped through two wins and probably should have lost both of them. Well, they've scraped. They should have lost to the Bulldogs. They what, only just beat St Kilda. No, no, no they lost to St Kilda by twenty three. That yeah. was when we thought St Kilda was good. Oh yeah, they were going to win. They won two weeks yeah, row, yeah, they're going to win the yeah, flag. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they scraped over against Collingwood, uh, who we know are not great, and they scraped over against Richmond, who are also not great. So. I think they're suffering from a lack of personnel. Oh, yeah. Um, Except that they have Jeremy Cameron. Goal man. Can goal man do it again? Mm. It's a real goal man off between Josh Kennedy and Jeremy Cameron. Two people who just really want to kick a goal. Mm, who is the more goal man? I mean, Josh Kennedy's more likely to kick up 100 in the season, but a couple of, a couple of uh, Coleman medalist winners. Mm. Or did Jeremy Cameron end up winning one? I think you won one. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe not. 
Right. I hope okay. you would. So who's your pick there? GWS. All right. So, uh, but of those games, Sam, is there one that you would, um, would you would exhort our listeners to review and watch with interest? Carlton North. Restaurant Wars is a great episode every season on Top Def. Yeah, but it's not Restaurant Wars, Sam. It's AFL football. It's really important to make the right person the sous chef. Make sure you've got someone who's expediting orders properly. Yeah. Conception and design. Yeah. Make sure your menu's written properly. Would you have Patrick Cripp in that role? Or oh, Patrick Cripp. Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy would be expediting. Yeah, I reckon Patrick Cripps is sous chef. No, I reckon Pat- Patrick. Yeah, he's he's in the middle. Yeah, he's in the middle. He's working out. Big good reach can get a lot of dishes going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good Who's overhead. Dessert chef. Uh, who is my dessert chef? Uh, it's got to be Sosos. Sauce. Yeah, he would. Uh, he's just. It, but he's just scooping out ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's being like, "Yeah, <laughs> you get a job." Alex Silvani's brewing in a corner, being like, "What do I have to do to get it?" Right? Yeah. What is ASOS? I want to be the real Silvani. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's it's got to be uh, the Beams Revenge match. Yeah. I think that that Brisbane. There's yeah. like some good bad football this week. Yeah. The only way it could have been better is if Aish had actually had a bit of a harder head. Um, but uh, there's, look, there's Aish no way of getting around that. All right. Well, that'll do us from the cellar this week. Um, as Sam has said uh, throughout the podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and also uh, drop us a review on iTunes. It's um, really helpful if you do. Yeah. We'd appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Um, thanks to Mantra Studios for not supporting us again this week. No um, support from them. Thank um, you very much. We'll be back again next week. Until then, good football. Bye. Bye.